From the Capitol in Madison, this is Wiz Politics Midday. Hello, this is Kate Morton, a reporter with WISPolitics.com, here with a midday podcast from Spectrum. Today I'm here with my colleague Adam Kelnhofer to talk about some local elections. So we're here today to talk about a court race and the mayor's race in Milwaukee. So Adam, why don't you tell us a little bit more about the mayor's race? I would love to, Kate. Uh, As a former Milwaukee resident and born and raised in Milwaukee, I really enjoyed covering this race. Um, It was really exciting. The... I think the headline here is uh, Cavalier Johnson is the first elected black mayor of Milwaukee in the city's 176-year history. That's really significant because Milwaukee is one of the only cities in all of Wisconsin that has, um, I think the numbers are, are right about the exact same, or roughly the same number of black people as white people in Milwaukee, and that's not a common theme across Wisconsin. So it, you know, it, it makes sense uh, that uh, there would be eventually at some point an elected black mayor of Milwaukee, but um, we've had to wait quite a while. So, Kate, going back into my Milwaukee mayoral history books, in 2004, that was the last time a black acting mayor of Milwaukee sought to become the first black elected mayor of Milwaukee um, when Marvin Pratt ran against Tom Barrett. Uh, Pratt lost that election uh, with about 46% of the vote. And, Kate, what's significant about that, too, is Cavalier Johnson actually won his race last night by a little under 72% of the vote. And that number actually beats Barrett's win margin uh, in all but one of Barrett's races. In 2008, Barrett got around 79% of the vote, uh, which is pretty significant. But his numbers trail off going uh, into the future. You know, 2012, he was at 70 2016, he was also at 70, and then 2022, when he ran against Lena Taylor, who is a black woman and a state senator from Milwaukee, uh, Barrett earned 62.5%. So that 71.7% uh, could be a sign that, you know, uh, Milwaukee is not going to become an undemocratic city anytime soon. Uh, it's probably going to stay a blue city for quite a while now. So, Adam, why don't you tell us about Cavalier Johnson's opponent? Yeah, Kate. So, uh, <clears throat> Former Southwest Side Alderman Bob Donovan ran against Cavalier Johnson, and a lot of people were pretty hopeful that he had a good shot, uh, you know, coming out of the primary. He gained a lot more traction than a lot of people expected in the primary, but um, when the general election results came out, it was pretty clear with 28.3% of the vote, Bob Donovan was not going to become the city's next mayor. But, Kate, at his election night party at McKiernan's Irish Pub in Bob Donovan's old aldermanic district of District 8 on the southwest side, uh, Donovan gave a a pretty uh, emotional speech after um, conceding victory to Johnson. So let's hear a little bit from that speech and hear what Bob Donovan had to say. There's never, never any shame in wanting something badly and going after it and coming up short. Where the shame really lies is with those individuals who want something badly but can never ever seem to summon the courage to go after it. Well, that's not all of us here tonight. We had a vision, a goal, a plan for Milwaukee that I still to this day believe in. And uh, I thank all of you from the bottom of my heart, beginning 
with my wonderful wife, Kathy. So, Adam, what did Cavalier Johnson have to say in his victory speech? Uh, well, Kate, let's hear for ourselves. I want to thank Milwaukee's voters. It, it's because of you that after 176 year history in this city, a black man can stand up and say that I've been elected to serve as our mayor because of you. But I, I didn't seek the office, though, of mayor because I am a black man or even to be the first elected black mayor. Uh, let's, let's be real, though. The, the symbolism isn't lost on me, and it shouldn't be lost on anybody in this room either. Uh, this is an important moment in our city's history. So I hope that all the black and brown boys and girls who wake up tomorrow uh, and they get ready for school, they do so knowing that what we have shown here today, that no matter where you live or how much or how little your parents make, and no matter the color of your skin, that in Milwaukee, there's a place for you too. And Kate, you were paying close attention to the second district court of appeals race where incumbent Lori Kornblum was facing off against Waukesha County Judge Maria Lazar. Is that right? Yes, that's right, Adam. So last night, Judge Maria Lazar unseated Judge Lori Kornblum. Uh, Kornblum was an Evers appointee. And what's significant about this is it's the second straight year that a Governor Evers appointee has lost to a challenger. So in April 2021, Judge Jeffrey Davis lost to Shelley Grogan. Um, so that's something significant to consider, a possible change in that um, area. Also um, important to note, Lazar came in with 54.55% of the votes, while Kornblum had 45.45%. So still a lead, but, you know, somewhat of a split as well. Very interesting, Kate. And what were some of your other takeaways from the, some of the other races across the state? Yeah, so another significant uh, victory was that Representative Samantha Kirkman, Republican, won as the first Kenosha County executive who was a woman. Kirkman narrowly beat her opponent in that race, but now she will have to resign from the assembly and she'll have 60 days to do so under state law. All right, Kate, some very interesting takeaways from last night. Even though there were no uh, federal elections on the ballot to drive that turnout up, um, I think it's worth mentioning the turnout in the Milwaukee mayoral race uh, general election actually beat the primary turnout. Uh, and that's significant because a lot of people were a little upset about the low 22.1% voter turnout in the primary. And that number last night grew to 31.2%. So uh, 87,110 voters in Milwaukee turned out last night um, compared to a little over 60,000 voters in the primary. So those numbers are up. That 31% might sound a little low for voter turnout, um, but yesterday's election was a little bit of an anomaly here. Uh, we don't usually have mayoral elections in uh, the midterm cycle here. So we all we usually have the presidential uh, preference votes, the, the presidential primaries to drive up voter turnout in those April elections in the uh, you know, in 2020, we saw that. In 2016, we saw that. But that 31.2% number for this election actually beats uh, April elections for 2018 and 2014, which are pretty comparable years because they don't include presidential elections on the ballot to drive that turnout up. So, Kate, if our listeners want to 
read more details about what our takeaways are from this election, what the results are, and everything like that, they can head over to the Wispolitics election blog on our website. That's wispolitics.com. But for now, I'm Adam Kelnhofer. I'm Kate Morton. Thanks for joining us on another Midday Podcast brought to you by Spectrum. This has been Wispolitics Midday. For more state government and political news, visit wispolitics.com. <laughs>